stars and it's just it's stars, that's all they are. When I hear songs, it sounds like this wants to come on. She call up, and then I look into my nephew's eyes. Man, you wouldn't believe the most amazing things they can come from. Some terrible Good evening, everyone. Can you guys hear me? Because I know will confirm that you can hear me. Thumbs up, any emoji or something. Can you guys hear me? Uh, okay. Thank you, VJ. Um, let's see, he's a bit busy, so he will join us somewhere along the line. So for now, I'm by myself, which is very strange and different, but yeah, let's see how far I can go. Um, Thank you again for joining just 90 minutes. As you probably already know, we just come here to talk about different things. We keep it cool, we keep it calm, we keep it fun. Um, everybody can talk, everybody can drop their takes. There's no wrong take, there's no right take. It's all just for us to talk, learn, and enjoy the Monday evening, really. As for tonight, um, we have a funny topic as to. We're asking the question of who exactly stands to gain more from the concept of marriage. Is it the man? Is it the woman? So um, on this topic, I expect plenty of bias, just to be clear. And as much as possible, I don't want you to try and hide or shield your bias. Own your bias and talk your talk. It's completely fine. There's nothing wrong with it. So if you try to be neutral in this kind of conversation, then it might be a bit more difficult than, than you'd expect So. Say it from your view, how you feel about it, how you're convinced about it, and nobody's going to come for your head, basically. So I think on that note, you guys are free to start requesting for the mic. Um, this this is really for people to talk. So please, by all means, come up, request for the mic. Tell us what you think or what you think benefits more from the whole idea of marriage. Is it the man? Because he gets to be more responsible. He gets to... Um, I mean, I think marriage to some degree, instills some sort of discipline in the man. Um, your spending has to be more reasonable and calculated because you have a family to feed. You can't be as reckless or as wayward as you would have been if you were just by yourself. Um, it tends to put things in perspective. So, for example, if you're someone that used to drive 200 miles an hour 
uh, once you start having kids, you start to understand that uh, I can't really be driving 200 miles an hour again because there are people that, that I need to cater for. There are people that need me in their lives. So I can't just afford to die just like that. Um, also for the women, there are many things that come in marriage for women, especially out here, our Nigerian women, because yes, you people enjoy a lot. Contrary to what you like to trend online, you enjoy a lot. So, um, I mean, guys, come up and speak. Share, share what I mean. I would love to hear from married people. So, Uncle Timo, uh, I'm waiting to hear your voice. I would love to hear from married people, and also I'd love to hear from those that are unmarried because usually we have the most to say. But yeah, it would be nice to have um speakers from both sides of of the conversation. So, Uncle Timo, do you want to launch this conversation for us <laughs> as our leader? Our rebel leader. <laughs> Uncle Tima, I'm waiting for you. <clears throat> ah, I'm really going to struggle tonight. <laughs> Trust me. Who do you want to speak? Okay, Timo is here. Thank you, Jesus. Hi. Hi, David. Hi, everyone. Is he, is he a rebel leader? So this is a very, very... Uh, um, as controversial as it sounds, it's actually a discussion that should be held, in my opinion. And um, over time, I have believed, like, uh, oh, sorry, within Tabo, I have firmly, uh, I have this uh, idea in my head that we have it the wrong way. Every time people say, oh, marriages benefit uh, men all the time, da, 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 and the rest of them, but we actually have it the other way around now this is what i mean like let's let's let me paint a scenario imagine a world where you as a man are not responsible for anybody like you are actually not responsible for anybody right and then uh which means that you get to live your life continue like that uh, da, 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 da. as a man you have um, um sexual needs and then as a woman, you don't get to get married, you get to do anything, and then you're on your own, right? So two different two different individuals living their life, going about their way. And then uh, you also as a woman, you have sexual needs. Like you actually, you, you also, you know, have, you know, needs and the rest of them. And for some strange reason, if you get pregnant and you're on your own, so it means you get to fend for yourself at the point where you're weak, where you're where, where you're doing all, all that, you you're you're literally by yourself. Right? If that is how society is uh, um, actually built, it's going to be actual chaos, like actual chaos. Now, example of that are those who have uh, maybe deadbeat husbands and deadbeat fathers. Ask them. They are much more likely if you if you have someone like that, they are much more likely to live a below you know the expectation life like you they don't get to live a very quality life because they actually don't have a family unit so now check the other way around for men who abandon their family and just you know become irresponsible and uh, uh just again they they literally don't really feel that much the only thing they feel is probably maybe societal pressure societal judgment and the rest of them other than that i mean nothing really i mean gets to them so if we're being real if we remove the, the the construct of morality and the rest of them, and everyone is led to fend for themselves, know how, I mean, you have sexual needs, I have sexual needs, somehow, somehow, she's going to get pregnant, so who protects her? Then when she finally has, has that child, who protects the child and the rest of them? If she gets to do all that on her own, and then the man doesn't have to do anything, I mean, after all, all he did was just have sex. I mean, he could just go his way. If 
we don't have marriage as an institution. Now, marriage as an institution provides that cover, like it makes you responsible. I mean, you were part of the process. You contributed something to this. So which means you have to, you know, you know, pitch in, you have to protect, you have to provide, you have to do all that. Yes, the 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 context of this whole, you know, this whole context has changed, you know, with evolving gender roles, you know, and, you know, like how much more easier the world have it now. But it still doesn't remove the fact that, um, you still need that uh, dependency. You still need somebody to be with, you know, and the rest of them. So women are still kind of sheltered and protected within that uh, 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 marital institution. So while the marital institution is not perfect, like, why the the the, uh, the institution itself might not be hundred percent perfect because definitely you have humans, you know, in that uh, uh, in uh, in that sphere it still doesn't remove the fact that without it, we're going to be left with absolute chaos. So, and on this other side, when this chaos actually, you know, boils down to it, the people who feel the brunt of it the more are actually the women. Because, I mean, check it statistically, check it uh, financially, check the people that are much more likely to to earn less, like if if, if they are left with uh, a child on their own. Check people that 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 becomes much more vulnerable when they are left on their own with, with children and the rest of them. So that alone makes, like, gives, I mean, puts you in that place where you understand that, I mean, women benefit way a lot from uh, 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 marriages. Um, that's, my, that, that's my take on this. Okay. Um. Th- th- thanks for your submission, but I actually have some questions for you. So, what what do you think are the benefits for men when it comes to marriage? And I'm I'm asking because I know you're in it. Your your experience. Okay. So, what do you think are the benefits for men in marriage? Okay. So, uh, the benefits for men. Your, I mean, uh, we all know that uh, in a traditional setting, like if we're looking at a traditional setting, so you have that. You know, there are a lot of things you don't have to worry about. I mean, you don't have to worry about maybe um, uh, the very tiny things. And those tiny things are the things that take your time. Maybe something as basic as curtains, like something as basic as curtains, something as basic as um, like really, really basic things. And when these things come together, they actually fill up your time. So a lot of men don't get to worry about that. And that actually allows them earn more if we're being sincere uh, uh also having that companionship having that having that companionship and the rest of them also boosters like your productivity as a person and then totally you're not let me not lie to you i swear you see food is a very big deal like it's a very uh, this is why i say it's a very big deal if you have to worry about what do I eat, like, oh, so what do I eat? Like, ah, we say I want to chop this evening. Now, what am I going to eat this evening? You, you, it's, it's, it's actually one huge problem. You figuring out what you want to eat, you cooking it and the rest of them. But having, you know, a partner that probably maybe loves you and because of the way, I mean, society has raised or has structured, you know, us, many women tend to just, I mean, take care of their husbands and, and they, I mean, they get to, take care of all those tiny what we consider as tiny worries like you have your food sorted like you're not too worried about what what am i going to eat she gets to decide that for you i mean all you just have to do is just pitching i mean money but i mean the cooking the figuring it out and yes you still get to help uh, you still get to stay in the kitchen not help stay in the kitchen and do work alongside you might have to run around to go and buy you know the groceries and the rest of them but after doing all that somebody still you know makes the decision somebody makes all those things happen so if we're actually looking at it 
men actually benefit, you know, in that particular sphere where, you know, uh, where things like uh, uh, not worrying about what we call the tiny things. And those tiny things are actually the things that fill up your time. Okay, thank you. Um, I just wanted you to bring small balance to the conversation because I think your earlier submission, I think you made the conclusion that women benefit more. Am I correct? Yes, and um, I, I think Yala is saying that the only benefit for women is help when they have children. Uh, so, so let her, let her come and talk. So, yeah, 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 talk. yeah. Don't, don't talk for no, her. No, no, I'm not actually talking for her. Like, I actually have to, I have to, I, have to, I, actually, I actually have to respond to that. So, honestly, if we remove that, if we remove that, both men and women, no one will benefit from marriages. I mean, what's the essence of it? That's just the bitter truth. Like, like uh, um, in, 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 in the grand scheme of things, why should a man marry a woman? Like where we could, where we both have sexual needs, we both have, you know, different needs. Everyone can just go their separate way. The real reason why, the real reason you have um, couples and the rest of them, where, you, where your lives become intertwined, you know, where your lives become intertwined is when children and other things like that come in. But if, I mean, if we're looking at it, uh, 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 like either side would, would, Either side would fare like they would be okay on their own. Like I'm not saying women are not going to be okay without marriages. Women are going to be perfectly okay. But where do you think gets complicated is when children get involved. Mm, okay. Again, just before you go, just to bring another balance. You've made your position clear first. You've listed out the benefits for men. What are the benefits for women? So, uh, just to complete the cycle. Yeah, so, to complete the circle, the benefit for women that um, in, a lot of people don't even consider from a male perspective is this: um, you get somebody that, if I mean, we're, we're, we're looking at it from uh, not a dysfunctional point of view this time. We're, we're looking like the the original standard or how we're supposed to work. So, we're not talking about uh, maybe. Uh, uh, a devi deviant case or whatever we're talking about what's actually you know what should be obtainable yeah that's the right word what should be obtainable uh for women you you don't get to worry about bills you see when uh, people chalk it out like uh bills like uh what is it not just money but as a man you now get to center your life around making money and actually using it to fund someone else trust me if somebody if, if the, the, the other way around is not as easy as people think it is. When you have somebody funding... Now, when I say funding your life, I mean that you, most, of your cap, most of your bills are actually on him. And he has, like... It's, it's, just, it's just traditional. You just expect it to be met. Let me give you an instance now. If you as a man now get a job, get a job that is going to probably maybe pay you more or, or what have you, and there is another job that pays less, however you would have to be much more present. If you ask a lot of men, they will pick the one that pays more and they will be, they, they will be uh, less available. Why? Because at the end of the day, the bills never stop coming. What looks like, uh, uh, oh, what, what, what's just the bill? But trust me, the bills never stop coming. And you keep paying and paying and paying and paying till the end of time. And then by the time you get, by the time you, your children grow old or by the time both of you are old and the rest of them, you realize that, 70 to 80 percent of your earnings are never are like you don't get to, to to spend it on yourself if you ask an average man even as you are not married right now 70 percent of everything you earn goes to somebody else is either your parents is either your girlfriend is either your so you're basically living your life earning money for others so i mean for 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 women 
you you really don't have that you really don't have that worry you do like if you if you give fine if you no give fine i mean everything is all right but for a man it's the other way around and what looks like just that that single point that looks like maybe something minute trust me it's not as minute as people think it is thank you very much still stay up um i'll i'll go on to the next speaker but there's just to connect your last point there's there's this saying that again it's it's from social media from twitter whatever that's the more money a woman makes, the less interested she is in keeping a man. Um, so the more money a woman makes, the lesser the need for a man. Um, food for thought. Ade Joke, Ade Ola, you can speak now. Um, I, hello. Okay, so um, this is a very interesting topic and um, I just want to say a few things. Um, number one, I feel like for any man or woman to get involved, you know, getting married or to be in a relationship, both parties would always, you know, put forward whatever it is that is beneficial for them. Um, that is why you see some guys, they'll tell you when they are ready to get married, they want somebody in the medical line. And to some weird or strange or perfect reason, some of them actually do end up with women in the medical line. You see them getting married to nurses, you see them getting married to physiotherapists, people that are in medical rehabilitation and all of that. Not that they don't love them, it's just what they feel feel is beneficial to them. When it comes to the woman, I mean, of course, there is love, there is, you know, you're trying to get the companion, there is emotions, there is orgasm, there is, you know, quite a lot of reasons. There is the financial gains and all of that. Now, I feel like in as much as it is both beneficial to both parties, it is more beneficial to the man. And I am not saying this because I'm a woman or whatever, whatever. Now, let's look at it from this perspective. There are, maybe because we are in the UK, some of us are not in Nigeria and all of that, it's quite better here. But taking it back to the Africans that we have, when a man gets married to a woman and then it doesn't work, and um, the man has to leave, you know, they get separated or divorced or whatever it is. And then the woman is there with a child or two kids or three kids. To be fair, societal wise, is not fair to the woman. Talking from a place where I was raised up by a single parent, not because my mom was even divorced or anything. I lost my dad at a very tender age. I was just one month old. I have seen people tweet on this app that they would never end up with somebody that was raised by a single parent. That they are always very toxic, they are always very this, they are always very that, they are always very this. Now, let's take that same scenario to a man that is separated from a woman at a very tender head. Maybe the marriage was just three, four years. And then the woman is there battling with you, you know, I have a child, I have two kids, I'm a baby mama. Honestly, the man can still decide to impregnate so many women as he wants. He can even decide to have a glorious, loud, incredible wedding at age 40, 50, 55. It doesn't work for the woman like that. That's one major reason why it is more beneficial to the man than the woman. Another reason, when you talk about couples that are in active marriage, marriages that are actually working... Take, for instance, when you go to the club, you go to the pub, how many 
many women do you see with their kids there? It's always the men. I have seen people, correct extroverts, as in outside people, get married and they will tell you they've not even been at one social event for the past two, three years. Like, it's not like they don't want to. It's not like invite is not coming in. But who will stay with the kids? Who will pick the kids up from school? The UK that we are in, I've seen a man and a woman, couple, trying to get settlement. I don't want to call it what we call it. Trying to get, you know, extension for their stay. And then the man will say, and then the man said, oh, sorry, you are the woman. You, you know I don't like this particular job because that's the one that is available for us. You'll be the one to do it. I can't do it. It's always the woman trying to sacrifice for the home. In some instances, I'm not saying it happens all the time. Of course, there are exceptions where, you know, like the first speaker said, as the man, you would always try to up, up your woman. You can go and pick up groceries from the store. You can do this. You can do that. You can do laundry. You can. By the end of the day, when you pick all of those things from the store, who will do the cooking? It's still the woman. And so when the woman is like, I don't also like this job. I don't, I don't want to do it. But I mean, she, she had no choice. She took it and then the guy had to depend on her and all of that. That is one we just sacrifice also for the home. So in as much as there are so many, you know, benefits that comes with you as a woman getting married to the man. Yes, you are not paying bills like the first speaker said. Maybe, you know, because he does all the you know, payments in his own home and he probably has it does not mean that women in some homes also don't pay bills. People split bills. You pay the rent, you pay water, and then I pay civil license, I pay electricity, I pay council tax, I pay this, I pay that, just to make ends meet. People pay bills too, women. In fact, there are women that are the sole breadwinner of the home. There are men in this UK that I've seen that are jobless, not because they want to be jobless, it's just situation. It's just condition. And the women are the one, you know, trying to, you know, make ends meet. Like, God will not disgrace us. will not be disgraced. Don't worry. I'll take it upon myself to do all of these things. So that one of paying bills, I don't, I, I don't agree with it. Companionship. As long as you're getting married to somebody and getting companion, you're getting orgasm, you're sleeping with each other, you're having sex, you can't get companionship from, from anywhere. How, how, was, how were you old before you got married? So all of those things, I feel like being as much as you get benefits as the woman, you get benefits as the man. I feel like it is more beneficial to the other gender, which is the men. Thank you. Okay. Just, just, before, you, just before you disappear, um, you, you mentioned something about men being more attracted to people in medical fields or stuff like that. Do you, can you explain, like, what, what, if you know, if you know, like, is there something around it? Like, I know some people are more attracted to nurses because of papers and stuff like that. That that goes without saying. But is there something else that that you're not mentioning? Just just for clarity's sake. Well, what how what I'm just trying to say is, I have seen people. I mean, I don't know why you're acting surprised because I'm not surprised though. I'm just trying to exactly, talk. Exactly, I have seen guys say, "Oh, dating any type of girl right now is not a problem." We are just having fun. We are dating. It's okay. But when they are really ready, ready to settle down, they would want to settle down with somebody that is in the medical field. Some will tell you it has to be a businesswoman. They cannot be waiting for 30 days or 31 days before their wife will have money. Some will tell you it has to be in the legal field. Maybe they are, they are lawyers or attorney. They will tell you they want somebody that is a lawyer too. So at the end of the day, maybe their long-term goal is to own a firm, or, you know, they'll tell you they want somebody like that too, so it'll be easy for them. 
Yeah, but just, as, as, so, as strange as that may sound, I have actually seen people. My cousin said it again. He said anything he's not even going to get married in Nigeria. He has always been saying it. He's in the US now, and guess what? His wife is a nurse. And anytime um, because we see him, we'll be like on Sigbatil that like you finally got what you want. So there okay. are those guys like that. Okay, just just before you continue. So everything you said about guys saying they want this particular type of women. Um don't you also have the kind of men you like? Like, I mean, is that really exclusive to just men? Don't women also have the specs of men that they want? Oh, no, 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 no. It would be rather unfair and unrealistic to say it is not, you know, inclusive of women too. We see women say they want to date tech bros. They want to date exactly. so, so They want so my to date somebody is... that has British passports. They want to date somebody that does this. But mind you, I would want you to also remember something. Men always 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 see most of the time when men will pick themselves first when it comes to getting married women would always consider love see emotions is always what sometimes we put in front oh i'm in love with this person oh i love so, how he handles my body the way he thought he understands me you know so hold on. Me. Sorry, all of just, those just, things just before you continue just before you continue so if i'm picking love and the things that I enjoy with being this, with this person, how is that not me looking after myself? Because I'm the one enjoying the love. I'm the one enjoying the touches. So how is that me not loving, not doing for myself? Do you, do you understand what I mean? So you make it sound like by a woman wanting love, wanting those touches, it's like she's doing it for demand. No, she's the one enjoying those things. So why are you presenting it as if no, it's a sacrifice? It's a no, plus no, for I'm not woman. saying it's a sacrifice. I am just like stating the point. I am yeah, just and, just, the point. and that was why I mentioned initially that one of those things that a woman would also... That was one of the reasons why I included financial gains when I was mentioning those things. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I, mean I, like, I like the angle you brought your own arguments from because instead of speaking about like benefits, you've, you've laid out all the potential and possible losses for women. So that's, that's a different approach, but don't worry. It's, it's, I, I enjoyed your submission. So you can stay on. Don't, don't run away yet. We might need you again. So just, just hang right, in there. Right. Um, Lilac, just give me one second. Let's hear what others say and then I'll come to you. So all right, go on. The Lilac. Sorry, I, I just needed to add something that every time um, we people discuss now and say, oh, bills, uh, when we talk about bills, people say, oh, bills get split now. But I can assure you, in households that bills are being split, every other thing gets split, including house chores, including all those things. I really have to add that to you. Check any, I mean, it might not be all of them, but a very large percentage of them. If you have a house where, oh, you are paying rent and paying whatever and the rest of them, then you then check that house. It is not uh, on a maybe or whatever. Everything gets uh, 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 split. So maybe picking up the kids or uh, 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 looking after the kids, putting the kids to bed and the rest of them. All those things to get shared in those houses where you have bills being shared. I mean, a very large percentage of it. So while we're saying, oh, women share bills these days, don't forget that men also do chores and do all those stuff. So, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's 50-50. I, I just needed to add that context. Thank you. Thanks. This um, Lila, you have the mic. Um, so, basically, first things first, I wanted to say, in the whole traditional marriage sense of things, I believe men benefit more. Because one, like you can say, yes, the man is doing all the bills, he's paying all the bills, he's going to work and paying all the bills, but he's having his own career advancement, right? The woman is at home, she's cooking, cleaning, taking care of the kids, 
her own career has kind of taken even if it's not like a complete stop it's taking a back burner to taking care of the kids to cooking and cleaning she's had her own development has paused her whole life is now about the house right and like anything happens god forbid anything happens in that marriage either the man dies or he decides to leave or he's abusive like her starting over and he starting over are two different things so in that sense like the man like uncle timo said earlier he doesn't have to care about the little things because he'll come home and his wife has ordered out food for him he'll come home and his bed is laid he'll come and his children are well taken care of their clothes are ironed everything but thing is if anything happens today if she dies it's, it's easy for him to find somebody else to take her place on the other hand, if he does, where's she going to start from? <laughs> Both so of us not die in Jesus' name. Both of us not die in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Um, I mean... I'm not finished. What, I'm okay, not go, finished. On, go on. Sorry. Go on, go on. Sorry. That, so, you get what I'm saying? Like, so, in traditional way, the man benefits more. In the sense of splitting the bills, yeah. I know Uncle Timo said, you know, in a lot of them, they're like, the chores and everything else are split. It doesn't always work like that. Let's, let me put it out there. It doesn't always work like that. I've seen situations where they are both working nine to five. The woman is saying, oh, I have to go home. I have to go home. My husband has to eat. Sometimes the husband self is at home, but she'll leave what she's doing to go and make food for the husband to go and do the chores. The husband will just sit down. He's watching football. He's drinking his guinness and hennessy and just cackling with his friends so it doesn't always work like everything is split in the middle 50 50 there are some cases where that happens when that happens you can say okay the benefits are kind of sort of like balanced and mostly everybody just benefits from companionship but if it's not 50 50 split which in a lot of nigerian households like in nigeria that's not how it works the woman still has to take care of nurturing the children making sure the children do their assignments, cooking and cleaning is still happening. If by luck they have enough money to hire a nanny or like a house helper or cleaner, then good, it reduces it. But at the end of the day, the man still comes home after hours in Lagos traffic and his food is ready. She, she has spent hours, over, but she's had to come home and make sure her, his food is ready. So, yeah. And in terms of like what he said about the benefits like pregnancy... Um, I mean, that's a very valid point. Yes, women get support when they're pregnant. But really and truly, that support isn't just from their husband. When, when women are pregnant, single mothers as well, if they have a good, solid community around them, they still get very similar or even the exact same support from the community around them. So it's not a case of they won't have like any support. So I don't think that would be a oh this is a very big benefit because this works it's like and there are cases where they are married and it's the woman that's 100 percent taking care of the kids in fact her whole pregnancy the husband are just been ignoring her walking in and walking out of the house is going to work so there's no like one this is how this marriage is but when you look at it from traditional to like modern day the men tend to benefit a lot more. The end. That's the end of my conclusion. Yeah, just just some little questions as usual. 
Um, so in terms of childbirth, maternity leave, career breaks, do you argue that there's a cost element to these breaks? Like the fact that you're out of work for four, five, six months, there's a cost element to that because you still have to leave, you still have to survive. You understand? Cost do, do you agree element with that? to who? Um, to the woman's existence and that whole process of give, having a child. Um, so if you're having a maternity leave, a few, at least, it depends on the work share, but three to six months of that is paid. Yeah, but, so, but before you continue, it's paid, but do you, do you, so I'm guessing your salary will not increase because you're pregnant. So you will be on the same pay, but you agree that your running cost will increase significantly during that period. Yes, your running cost will increase significantly during that period and you'll be on the same pay. Yes. Is but, the man expected to fill that gap? Um, ideally, yes, if you're married, but it doesn't always do work you, like that. Do you consider that a benefit? Uh, no, because it's not too hard to the child. The child has to be taken care of regardless. So it's not a benefit? No. Okay. Cool. Um, what else did I want to ask? So when, when it comes to taking care of the family, taking care of the children, um, I mean, I know many women... And again, I'm not trying to like make this a divisive conversation, by the way. Many people try to paint it like um, raising a child um, starts and ends with what happens within the four walls of the house. Um, there are many things that that raise a child that come from outside. And I'm talking money, for example, now. So there's there's a lot of there's a lot of sacrificing that men actually have to do to raise a child, even though it doesn't look like they are always in the presence of that child. Why, why don't we really talk about those as well? Because I, I think it's a bit unfair when when you vilify a man for working so not. much. I mean, like when when he's not available for the kids, but um, he's not available because of the kids. We we don't really talk about that conversation. So um, okay, so let me kind of like, like talk about that. Um, so I'm not going to use my own life for example because personal experience. Personal experience. I grew up and I love my primary school. I I didn't live with my dad because he worked in a different city and it was just me and my mom and my sister. And a lot of my upbringing was my mom because she was the parent that was around. But the thing is, whenever my father was around, which was once every two weeks or once every month, depending on his work schedule, he made sure that he was present, like he was with us. He was like physically and emotionally with us we connected so all through my childhood i understood yes that is a way because he's working but i also knew that when dad is at home he's with me so it wasn't a kid like i will not say to anyone oh um my daddy was completely absent because he wasn't i understood why he was absent because he was working but it's not a case of he used his work as an excuse to never get close to me true like thing is children like Children are smart. You speak to them like they're smart and they will understand. But the whole excuse of, oh, he's working, which is why he's not with his kids. When, even when he's at home, he's actually knowing he's with his kids. Like, thing is, on Twitter, like, they will have people talking about how, oh, when their dad came home, everyone left the sitting room and they all went into their rooms. We never had that in my family because he always made sure he was close to us. So, yes, whilst there are sacrifices, quote-unquote, that are made where you're working extended periods, when you're around with your kids and they know you're around, that would never be a problem. Nobody's going to say, oh, he didn't raise... Like, it's 
but it's not an excuse to not take care of your kids when you're around, basically. Yeah, thank you. I, I, I know exactly what you're referring to. I, I come from a very similar background. Um, but yeah, let's let's not start talking about my own childhood. King, um, and yeah, like you can stay on for a bit just in case you want to chip in. So, um, um, King, over to you. Okay, good evening, everyone. I, I don't know if I'm audible um, currently in the bus. Loud and clear. Go on. Oh, okay, great. So, um, in my own opinion, um, marriage has never been a shout to me. If I'm being honest, because um, immediately if one gets married, the whole responsibility rests on his head. Uh, somebody actually mentioned that little things like curtains, um, uh, the man. Obviously, was obviously had a room that had curtains, you know, and all these things. So. I mean, in my, like the whole this whole conversation actually sounds like as if marriage is kind of transactional, in the sense that uh, uh, women has uh, are, are not benefiting from marriages when they have children and stuff. I mean, you made a very valid point that uh, financial stable women hardly get married because I mean, most marriages start up today because women are looking for financial security. I started corrected. But I mean, I'm saying most, I'm not saying all. And and it's it's just like that. So you see men actually get married just because I mean they need to in quotes settle down so that they can have a sense of responsibility. I mean and vice versa. So I don't know. Uh, it's just I'm just saying it's not been a shout, man. Because immediately man gets married, responsibilities are triple. So instead of taking care of one person, he takes care of two or three, as the case may be, depending on the number of children he has. So that's just my two cents. So you don't see any benefit whatsoever for the men in marriage? Is that what you're saying? For men at all, if I've been not honest. Since. If we have been honest, the only thing I might say is probably companionship. That I will not be bored. But I mean, if it's a man that is outside, he can get companionship from multiple women. I'm not saying though, but I'm just saying if it's a man that is outside. Well, can't think of it. You get married, you still you pay bills, you take care of child. Even if you divorce, you pay child support in some countries. So it's just. A... Th- th- thank you very much, King. Thank you very much. Um, does anybody want to counter him before I move on to Yala? Oh, does anybody have any questions for him? Okay, there's no hand, so yalla. Let's have it. Um, hi everybody. By now you already know my stance on this topic. I believe that heterosexual marriage, especially the traditional ones, are inherently disadvantageous to women. Um, Has anybody ever wondered why most of the um, media, so magazines, movies, music, the the marriage propaganda is targeted at women. It's it's always women. If you read the um, fairy tales, it's almost like they are brainwashing women to aspire to marriage. They know that it's because if these women realize the truth of the marriage um, union as it is traditionally, they wouldn't want to get married. So they start from a young age to fill their heads with, oh, marriage is, is the ultimate thing you can aspire to. Why is it not targeted at men? 
because men already know that marriage is beneficial to them in the long run. So when they are young and they feel like they can play the field, they do that. But the minute that they're getting older and they know that they need to settle down, they realize the importance of marriage to them. It's the opposite for women. If women could make their own money and sustain themselves, there's honestly no need apart from companionship, which is the only reason I think marriage is important in the first place, companionship, and maybe if you want a family. But apart from those two reasons, I don't see any reason why women should get married. When women get married and in a traditional setting, they're doing all of the chores. They're doing things that if a single man was to employ somebody for, they would pay 10 times more money. So if a single man was to employ a cleaner, employ a cook, employ a nanny, employ all these things, they, would, they know how much they would pay. But when they get married, they get it for free because that's just the wife's role, right? Um, and in all this talk we're talking, we haven't even specified where, like marriage in somewhere like Nigeria is completely different from marriage in the Western world. In Nigeria, it's even a hundred times more disadvantageous to women. A Nigerian woman cannot offer citizenship to her husband of a different, like if I marry a white man now, he cannot become Nigerian as virtue of the marriage that we share. But a black Nigerian man can make his white wife Nigerian. That is because Nigerian married women are considered as second-class citizens in their own country. You have no rights whatsoever, whatsoever as a married Nigerian woman. Do you understand? As a married Nigerian woman, for your child to leave the country, if you're not with your husband, you need his signature. If it was the other way around, nobody really cares because the man is the one who owns the children in that in that kind of in that country or the way they perceive marriage and children. Let's go to something as basic as why must the woman take the man the name of the man when they get married? Even something as basic and as insignif seemingly insignificant as that should tell you that the advantage rests solely on the man's part. Because why do I lose my identity? Because I married you. Why all of a sudden the children that I carried for nine or ten months, for some women, 12 months, why do they have to bear the name of the man if the marriage institution is not more beneficial to the man? I don't understand. Why does a woman have to lose her essential identity the minute she becomes shackled to a man? The man has everything to gain. Oh, I want to propagate my lineage. Does the woman not have a lineage to propagate? So where is the benefit for the woman? We're here talking about, oh, eh, the man has three mouths to feed, four mouths to feed. I'm sorry, I'm making my own money. Then what is the use of you? Apart from the fact that you're my companion, what use are you if the only thing you can beat your chest about is the fact that you bring out money? Of what use are you to me? What do you bring to the table? I think that's the question. Because uh, I don't understand why we're trying to be disingenuous. Anyway, um, let me yeah. stop. Um, before, you, before you run away, um, are you trying to say that women are doing men a favor by getting married to them? Is that what you're saying? I wouldn't quite put it like that, but I would say if anybody had the shorter stick in a marriage, it is the woman. And I think it is very evident in the statistics that more women are, are filing for divorce than men. A lot more women in every oh, different cool. age grade, right? There are statistics to quote this and I can bring the paper up if you want them. And there that, are also that, that. more women who are less likely to remarry after a divorce than men because it is inherently disadvantageous. Okay. Um, I mean... I work with numbers, so you can spin numbers anywhere you want, but that's that's not what we're talking about, okay? So you're saying, because I'm quoting you now, you said the men have everything to gain, meaning there is nothing in marriage for the woman. 
And I'm trying to clarify that again. Is that what you're saying? I There's never not... made that. If you're going to quote me, you have to quote me verbatim. So I never said that men okay, have, the, okay, that women, women have absolutely okay. nothing to gain. Okay, okay, again, I will women, repeat what, myself. What do women stand to gain in marriage? I'm interested in that. I think I, I said that like two or three times. Um, companionship. Women stand to gain companionship in the marriage. And if you put that aside, and obviously if a woman wants children, then obviously two parents are better than one. If you put those two things aside, there's nothing else. That's what I said. Well, you don't really need marriage for that though, if you think about it, in this day and age. Yes, but I'm saying if you do get married, these are the only benefits. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, if you can point out another benefit for the woman, feel free. But these are the only two benefits that I can think of. So sorry, Yala, just to jump in. I think you're making a general statement here. You need to say in most marriages or in some marriages. So you can't say those are just the two things women benefit in marriages. Because if 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 a woman with a very good husband comes up and tells you what they are getting from their marriage, I'm telling you, they can list from now till tomorrow. So you can't just say those are just the two things women came from marriages i think i said in my opinion and i also said if you have any please list them i would never speak for anybody else i'm speaking strictly my opinion okay yeah? thank you for making that clear yeah just just one thing um in the should i say the love market today um would you think or what gender did i mean i know you see you blame magazine the media and all of that are you saying the media is responsible for i mean i'm of the opinion that women tend to want marriage more. That's my opinion. And I think that's probably general. But if you have a different opinion, I'm happy to hear it. Um, do you think the media and society is responsible for that behavior or it's just natural for them to want that? I don't think it's natural at all. I think it's definitely more um, the society. When a, when a girl grows up, the first thing she watches is all these Disney shows of how women are looking for happily ever after and the Prince Charming and all this nonsense that is not geared towards the men. If maybe so, so, the media targeted the same thing at the men, maybe we can then compare and contrast. But since that's not the case, I'm inclined to believe that it is completely societal and not natural at all. Just to paraphrase, the, 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 the need for women to feel wanted and to want love and marriage and all of that is engineered. It's not natural. Is that what you're saying? Again, you're, you're misquoting me, but I'm I would paraphrasing. make myself clear. I'm not quoting you, I'm paraphrasing, I so think, you can correct Okay, me. that's a completely wrong paraphrase. What I said is specific to marriage and not love or companionship, okay? Yes. We've already established that those two things can ex exist outside marriage. I'm saying that the idea of marriage itself and how much women want it is being spawned by the media. I'm not talking about women needing love and companionship. Of course, everybody, including men, need love and companionship. I'm saying the reason why you don't see a little boy of 10 years old talking about his marriage and how his suit will be and how he wants his marriage to look is because the media has not sold him that dream. It has sold the woman, however, that her ultimate desire should be how her wedding dress should look, how she's going to be a pretty princess on her wedding day. And so that's why women think that the ultimate um, um, achievement is marriage. You have some very, very combative and word things, but it's all right. They're valid. I'll take them over. Um, does anybody want to counter? Or uh, King, over to you guys. Um, can I just add to what she said? And also, I don't think sure. um, you should call her tics weird and combative. But anyways, moving on. Because it's, it's Yala. I want to do it. But go on. Um, go on. 
first of all, like, apart from the media, even taking it in-house, like, growing up, you would hear, oh, you need to learn how to cook because is that how you're going to act in your husband's house? You need to learn how to clean because is that how you're going to do in your husband's house? Um, When you're going to school, they will tell you, oh, yeah, you can go to school so that you can have your money, but don't, don't read too much, don't do too much, don't be too career and money because then nobody will marry you. Everything was centered about marriage. You can have other goals and other life aspirations, but everything is still kind of fed back to you are going to get married anyways. I I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but not every other man grew up with that and everything. Yes, your parents will ask you when you're getting married, but that's when you reach a certain age. They don't start preparing you for it from when you're like, 10 and they say okay let's come and learn how to cook it's not because you have to survive it's because you're going to get married one day um and there are situations where i've seen people say oh don't do a phd because no man will want to marry you i mean i'm doing a phd for me not for another person so really and truly so all in all conclusion the media society the family the person is born into or contribute to this idea that a woman has to aspire to marry. That's it. That's the final be all of her whole identity. And when that's not the case, we can see how society treats them in terms of single mothers that have never been married, single people that have never been married don't have kids either. I mean, do men get the same treatment? I don't think so. Because there are people that they tell in their 40s, 50s, they're having fun. Nobody's like, ah. This man is married, he's not married, nobody picked him ill. They don't say that to men. So we can see from that whole existence that yes, this is how it works. Okay, let me let me use this opportunity to clear the air. Um Yala, apologies for, for saying you're combative and all of that. Honestly, um it's just it's because it's you. That's why I'm throwing it at you, but again. Apology <laughs> not there. accepted. Apology not accepted. I'm playing. Okay, how, how, how can I fix that? Just to clear the air for everybody else. Sorry, Toby, uh, you mentioned that a uh, 40-year-old man that's not married and then it, um, it's not seen as, like, they don't ask him about family or something. Did you say if I heard you correctly? Lila? I said that. That's what I said, yeah. <laughs> so if you're going, if you're talking about in the traditional sense, a forty-year-old man without a wife and kids will actually will actually get asked questions in the community. If it's a tra- if you're talking in the sense of traditional things, a forty-year-old man without a wife and kids will actually get asked questions. I just wanted define traditional. You were talking about traditional marriage, so going back to Nigeria. No, we're not talking about traditional marriage. We're talking about marriage in general. No, these specifically traditional. Yeah, I know. So that's what I'm saying. I'm saying protecting I'm the woman. Yeah, What I'm saying is, in some cultures, a forty-year-old man without a wife or kid will get asked questions also. So it's not. So it's not like it's a general out there so i was just putting that out there so it's not like i'm trying to um counter counter your point or something i'm just saying out there that anybody that's of marriageable age in some community will get asked questions whether you're a man or a woman also let me just clarify that i didn't say they won't get asked questions i said nobody will look at him and say ew he's not married nobody picked him just to clarify that that's why i'm um, uh, sorry some people get bad mouth they will know. ask you they will ask you they will <laughs> you don't know something. actually let, let, let me just something actually you know 
an unmarried man at that age is actually seen as irresponsible, by the way. I hope you know. In certain countries. If I marry irresponsible as as exactly <laughs> as at, at a certain age, if you're not married as a man, they see very you as irresponsible. irresponsible. So, let, let's clear that air. So King. King, you can speak, your hand is up. Um, okay. Um, can Adela speak? Because she's she was raising her hand up for a bit. She'll speak, don't worry. Um, Oregon. Adela will speak, don't worry. All right, you can speak. All right. I'm not sure it's where it's from, so I think Adela okay. can go. Adela gone, Adela gone. Okay, so um, I just wanted to clarify the old if a 40-year-old man is not married and all of that. I think what we are saying is a 40-year-old man that has kids with several women would still easily get off the market than a woman that have kids. So if you're so if you're a man that got married in your late 20s or 30s and then it didn't work out and you're back in the market and you're eligible. Even when you, even when you, let's even consider you have, you know, little money to, you know, back up your, you know, forty or your forty-five or whatever, you still get off the market than a woman. Most men will tell you they don't want a woman that has a child. They don't want a woman that has, you know, not stock of two kids, three kids. Let's turn the table around. A man that is forty-five year old with three kids and two two women is still going to get one of the most beautiful women ever to get married to him. So how is that fair to the woman? How is that fair to the female gender? I think that was what Lilac and um, Yala was trying to talk about. So we are not saying we know that even, 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 even in the business or corporate world, there are certain age that a man will get to that even at work, they start seeing you as you know, irres- irresponsible and you might not even be considered for some certain positions. Yes, we know. But that is not even like the conversation right now. Thank you. Thank you very much, Adejoke. Um, Ore, can you speak now? If not, Otumba, you can speak. Oh, King has a request again, so it's fine. Otumba, go on. You have the mic. Okay. Um, I think um, whether or not we we think um, marriage is beneficial to one gender or not, which will, which will depend on um, the values, like individual values of people, right? So um, if a woman appreciates marriage, then most likely she will see marriage as uh, something that is of benefit to her. So most times, for example, if it's a traditional woman, you expect that. She expect that, okay, the man is giving her gifts, the man is supporting her, just this kind of thing, the man is protecting her. I mean, many of that benefits of um, a woman, of um, marriage. But um, in terms of, if you, are, if you now talk about like modern women or modern uh, marriages, then most of these things, we need to like now bring respect, right? You need to have those... Um, boundaries and respect for each other um, because I was listening to Yala and she was saying um, you, you you can really get all these things from outside which is true and um, that's where companionship right? like um, values for value for companionship comes in because you you once each partner begins to say okay um, you you respect you, you understand that I can choose to I'm choosing to stay with you right I'm choosing to to be with you then this or this um Rivalry on 
on um, about who benefits more and who doesn't benefit more. It's it's get gets out of the way. Of the way. So that's what just what I'm want to contribute on. That's all for now. Thank you, thank you. You can hang around just in case you want to add something else later. Um, King, you can speak now. Um, okay. So I heard some points while I was on the road about media conception of marriage, where females are the only ones having the idea of um, being prince, princess charming on our wedding day and all that. I just want to say, if you, if you actually, if you, if you were brought up that way, I'm sorry. But I mean, you just happen to be one of the, the delusional ones because to start with, marriage is just one a one day ceremony and that's it. Like the wedding ceremony itself is a one day thing. Marriage is for life, and then we see a lot of people getting divorced. Yes, because they married for the wrong reasons. It did not work out, and then they split. I, again, I say marriage shouldn't be transactional because I mean, you get into marriage with a plan like a focus like both of you actually know what you're going in uh into a marriage to achieve both parties do want something like uh, well i i don't mean want something in terms of okay it's kind of transactional but like i mean you know you have a focus and you have a plan and then you go into a marriage and then once things i mean i just Sometimes I wish it was in the Old Testament where people actually take vows in, in, in God's altar and then you break that vow and then you see what happens to you next, you know? Because, I mean, that's how marriage has been bastardized today. Like, I mean, you can get in and get out. So, so you uh, the other speaker mentioned stuff about cooking or, like, uh, like a woman is expected to do this, cook, kinikon, or, like... Societal pressures, yes. There will obviously be societal pressures from women because, I mean, that's how society see women nowadays. But I'm saying if you're getting into a marriage because you want to cook for a man, all well and good. If you're getting into a marriage because you want, you don't, you want to stop your PhD program, your own piece of cake, do you understand? I mean, these are the things that you choose to do. Like, if you, if you think um, getting into a marriage would stop your career progression, same thing. I mean, it's your own piece of cake. Or you get married to somebody and so and and then the man says, okay, you uh, you can't you can't be any more than me. I mean, it's your cup of tea. I'm just saying that marriage shouldn't be transactional. Uh, everybody should know what he or she wants before getting into a marriage. And then if you post because. I've lost him. Is it just me? Yeah, um, probably you received a call or network control. Oh, okay. Can you can you hear me now? Sure. I I got a call. Yeah. Yeah, somebody yeah. else. Oh, may, okay. I, I think go. the same person mentioned. Just wrap it up. Okay, please. wrapping it. My last point is taking up last name. I mean, this this is something that is that is standard. You get married to somebody. Once you get married to somebody, you pick up his, his or her last name. If you don't want to, you also state it before you get married. If even if you don't want children, you can also state it before you get married. All these things are not compulsory do or die. I mean, we've seen women going to spend back to to collect babies and raise for themselves. So you don't necessarily need to have a baby with a man or privately. So you can have your baby outside your marriage and give your baby the last name. It's your choice. So please let's not make marriage a transactional 
um, uh, situation or whatever it is nowadays, marriage is not transactional. Thank you. Uh, just just before we move on to other speakers, as much as possible, guys, um, just address the point. You can leave the people out of it, um, please, just so this doesn't get unnecessarily heated. So um, just just a note of. So that's the advice. I can't say one because. I can't be one of you people. There are adults. So, um, one moment. I don't know if you want to speak, but I just up there. Your hand is not up, so I don't want to make the assumption that you want to say something. So, if you want to speak, I would like to give you a chance before I come back to Adeola, Iyala, and Lilac, just because you haven't spoken before. So, please uh, go for it. Hi. Um, I want to quickly say that. The last person that spoke, I know we are, not, we are not supposed to address the people, but I'll still say that for me, I believe that marriage is transactional. Anyhow, we want to see it, it is transactional. One person, each person knows what they want to gain from it before going into it. And then, in terms of the question that was asked, that who benefits more, the man or the woman? I feel like the only answer to the the main answer to the question will be the man because either way either way the the man benefits more however it could also who benefits could also depend on the situation surrounding the marriage I'll give an example um for example if maybe a lady from a very poor background, no money, nothing, and then she meets this person that and gets married, and the person kind of how do I say it now? Like takes care of her, her family, and basically turns their life around their situation, not their life, their situation around in exchange for her making babies that they are both going to have, I feel like the woman is benefiting. The woman is benefiting more in that case. But then if it's like a regular case of just any man or a man or a woman coming together, I'll say that the man is benefiting more because usually like that, I wasn't here for a long time, so I can't really say someone know the points that have been said but like when they have babies um the child the woman and the children gets to have the name of the of the man and i feel like the only thing that the man does like the only major thing that the man does is providing and i feel like it's something that they're supposed to do and it's not as if the woman cannot still provide for herself. Okay, let me not speak for all the women, but like now, most people are working now. Nobody's sitting down to depend on a man. So I feel like it's something that they can still get on their own without a man. So however it is, the man, the man still benefits because he 
the only thing, like I said, the only thing he's doing is, is that he's providing. He's not like the pain of having children, taking care of the house, taking care of the home. Half of the time, the, the man doesn't even know when the children's birthday are and like all the things. Like they just know that they have kids and that they are paying school fees. They don't know all the like the things that are entailed, like the process and all. Like it's the woman that does almost everything aside providing and now like with the way things are going people are now saying that even the providing that the men are doing that they they still want to be sharing it with the female so if you want to start sharing the provision like the concept of provision with a woman so what exactly is the woman benefiting from it if the only thing that she's supposed to be benefiting, which is like being provided for, you all want to start placing it. Thank you. That's all. Just one question. Are you saying in very clear terms that the only benefit a husband or a father brings to a marriage is money? Is that what you're saying? The benefit you mean the benefit to the man? That the man brings to the family, the benefit to the woman is money, just provision. Because from what you said, that's that's what I'm picking. Is oh, but he he, he 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 like apart from provision, provision is like the major thing. Apart from provision, there's like keeping the woman company, like you know, companionship okay. and yeah. So going back to provision, how much of a big deal do you think that provision is? Like, what's the impact of that provision? Like, if you were to take away that provision, do you think you will make any significant difference in a woman's life or not? That's what I'm saying. Depends on it. It really depends on the situation surrounding the it, marriage. It, it, if it's a woman that she's she's not like having any proper thing to do, of course the whole marriage like it will significantly have, affect her life. But if it's a woman that she's working, she's earning her money, and I feel like it might not affect anything. It might just maybe the, I think the only people it will affect maybe the children, but definitely not the woman because she's providing and maybe like having someone to talk to. I think, yeah. So in summary, where the woman has enough money, the man should be an afterthought. Is that what you're saying? Where there's enough money to sustain the woman, she doesn't really need the man. Is that is that where we're landing now? Just just to be clear. Yeah. If okay. <sighs> I, I, no. That's that's a very straightforward question. So thank you very much. Um, so um, before I take on new speakers, Adejoke, Iyala, and Lila, I'll give you one minute. It's just so we can get more people to speak, like people that haven't spoken before. So Adejoke, go on. Lila, hold on. Lila, hold on. So Adejoke, go on. Sorry, oh, yes. Adeola. I just want to, like, you know, um, talk about what King said. You know, for somebody that came on to say that a particular speaker is delusional, I was thinking that it was actually going to kill some points. But at the end of the day, he said if you're a woman and then you don't want to have kids or you think kids are going to stop you from progressing career-wise, you should have that conversation before you get married, which is actually good. But I would like to ask him, does, do you really think people don't have this conversation before getting married? Take, for instance, a couple that's about to get married and then they say they don't want to have kids until after seven to eight years or even five years. And then they get into the married, into the marriage rather, and contraceptives or you know birth control failed failed and then after three years there the wife is pregnant already what are they supposed to do in that situation it is the same man that i've had conversation with you before 
that will tell you how, no, you cannot take this baby out. You cannot abort. It's against everything. I stand for I'm an African man. My parents want grandkids. I want a child. I want a son. I want this. I want that. And I put it to you categorically that it is a woman that takes care of a child. Yes, as a man, you go out, you bring money, you bring this, you bring that. Very good. It is the woman that knows that, oh, Junior's pants needs a new one, it is done. It is a, it is a woman, woman that knows that um, um, this is the name of my teachers, um, my son's teachers in school. It is a woman that knows that this is it. In fact, when you are having that conversation, and if you notice ever since I came on to speak, I have not been generalizing. I am not saying that there are some men that are not doing these things. We have men that can change pampers. We have men that can do laundry perfectly. We have men that can take their kids to school we have men that can do all manners of things quite all right but it is still 70 30 it is not is it not the same gender that you leave them with two kids and they will not let your phone stop ringing when you go out time about where do you keep pampas where do you keep several like where do you keep this where do you keep that the junior is coughing what should i give to him it is a woman that knows all of these things now imagine you as a woman a data analyst in bank how do you combine it it's even better in a in a place like this where you can work <coughs> or anything if you are in a place like nigeria how do you do it are you not going to be forced to leave um, a job that does not that is not allowing you to have time for your kids if anything happens to those kids the number one thing they will ask you is what is their mother doing Can you your own um, day? what is their I'm mother okay. doing i have seen men and women go out and then the men would offer to carry their kids and people will be giving the guy side eye like, why are you allowing your wife to take selfie at the party and you are the one taking care of the child? The man does not even mind. The man is just playing with his child and people will be giving him side eye like the wife is irresponsible. So what are you talking about? Like, this thing affects more men than women. No, it doesn't, though. It doesn't. It is the woman that takes care of a child. And yes, it is your sole responsibility to go out and look for money for your child. But you are not the one that will breastfeed. It is not your breast that will... You are not the one that something up to your body. If you don't, if you have a natural birth, you are not the one that all of these things would affect. So yes, please. Okay. Um, please, for the, for, the, for the subsequent speakers, please, once I wave, it means I need to wrap up, please, because we're running out of time. Um, and Adeola, just to say one thing. Too. I know you're reacting to someone's submission. That seems like the guy said some things that I shouldn't have said. But I just want to point out that, yes, the woman... Nobody can compete with you when it comes to raising kids. But the men also have their strengths. So let's let's not forget that. The women have their strengths. There's no debate. There's nothing to debate. When it comes to raising kids, the women have the natural expertise to do it better by default. No matter how hard a man tries, it can't be like a woman. Um, so, But also, the men have their strengths. I'd just like to keep that in. Just to bring some balance, not because I'm trying to tackle you or anything. Um, Yala, go. Um, I think I would first like to clarify that um, I think my, I'll speak for myself so that I'm not accused of generalizing. I, I'm personally not making these points because I believe marriage should be a woman versus man situation. I think I'm aware that a perfectly balanced marriage can exist. And I'm aware that if that is the case, then of course, that's a win-win for everybody. That is the goal for you to have somebody to grow old with and die with, somebody that's respectful and, you know, that respects you and cares about you genuinely, of course. But the question was asked, so people are answering. So let's not 
treat people like they don't like maybe they're anti-marriage or they don't know that these things exist that's one but also going back to the other speaker's point where he says um well it's your choice um if you like finish the phd if you like leave your phd just because of this just because of that i think it's a bit um uh, let me not speak too much on it but i think we're missing the point the point is that why are men not asked the same questions why is it that women are the ones that constantly have to ask and preempt these answers? Oh, if we get married, will it affect my job? Oh, if we get married, will I take your name? Oh, if we get married, will it... why is it that the men are not put in a position to ask these questions? I think that's the real question. And if we are being genuinely honest, it's because men, according to the patriarchal society, have an upper hand when it comes to this union. If we refuse to admit it, that's fine. But we will be intellectually dishonest and disingenuous if we do not point that out. Men do not have to ask any of these questions that women have to ask. Yes, the man might be nice, like VJ, my guy, and be like, yes, yeah, so me, I can answer your name. You know, I can be Mrs. Yala. I be Mr. Yala. I don't mind. But why does the woman have to ask? And how does society react to a man that does that? That's the real question. Let's not pretend and remove our eye as if we don't know what the point is. Yeah, let me drop my mic before you wave. Yeah, if I just come out here, I'll not even wave. Anyways, thank, thank, thanks for your submission. I'm just joking. Um, lilac, yeah, sorry. Lilac, then. Lilac, ambitious. So, Lilac, ambitious, then, Otumba. Yeah, go on. Um, so, first of all, I wanted to ask, someone said something about taking the name is the standard, yeah? Um, it's only a standard because it's a very English, very British thing. Before that happened, there was no taking your husband's name. In Yoruba land, for example, there was Oruko, which is divided into Oriki and Orile. There's Amutomiwa and there's your family token. You never would take your husband's name when you got married. You had four names that you were identified as, and that was your unique identity. It never changed. It's like give it to 100 kids, that was you. Um, also, in the world today, there are other cultures where it's not that you take your husband's name. Your surname is your surname. Your surname is made up of your father, a double barrel of your father and your mother's name. And that's it. In Spanish culture, that's how it works. You take your parents' name, they add it together, it's a double barrel, and it goes down. That way, you see certain people that even though on their birth certificate, they have two names, when you actually ask them their surname and they tell you the full thing, it's really long and they can identify their ancestors all the way to 1800 because that's how it works. So the standard of taking your husband's surname started as a very British thing and it started because women were seen as property. So whilst we are talking about that, put that into consideration. Secondly, um, it's I feel like it's very, I don't know what to say. I don't want to say, I don't want to use the word disingenuous because I don't want to feel like I'm attacking anybody. But people have different realities, right? If someone is telling you this is how this has happened, this is what exists, you cannot say in your own experience and say they're delusional because you think it's different to what you know. Like, it's kind of weird. Um, so, yeah, back to the whole point. There's a certain way women are spoken to. There are certain expectations that are placed on women based from the facts from when they were young. This is what you're, like, you're expected to act this way. You're expected to behave this way. They will tell you, oh, if you do this, nobody will marry you. 
when people are talking about it and all the experiences that they've had to go through, for you to now come and say, it's your choice, it's your choice. Yeah, in your delusion, if you brought, you were brought up that way, mm, is. But anyways, I shall end my whole talk there. That's all I have to say. Thank you very much. Um, so it's ambitious, wallace, and fashionista, I think. So ambitious. Over to Hi, you. everyone. Good evening, everyone. So um, I don't really have much to say, but let's start. Um, now, when it comes to the topic on uh, who does it really benefit, one, I feel both parties, I feel it's beneficial to both men and women. And uh, whether we like it or not, marriage is transactional. You benefit from you benefit and you benefit in one way or another when it comes to marriage. Uh, growing up in the traditional African society, uh, men have been conditioned to be providers and uh, women carers. Now I've heard um, different takes here about this whole marriage thing, but the question I've got is. Uh, what makes the Western way of life the standard? Yeah, like um, most takes being dropped here are more or less um, the Western, the the Western views on things. We are Africans. We know where we are coming from here, yeah? and uh, I feel we shouldn't lose our identity in as much as we are accepting modernization. Now, when it comes to the whole um, taking or bearing the last name, for someone like me now, who is uh, <laughs> embracing the modernization thing, yeah, I think I'm becoming more open to the idea of uh, my future partner keeping her last name, yeah, but I am not. Nego- I'm not negotiating on the last name of the kids. Now, different people will come up. Everyone, like you said, David, like, um, everyone has or wants whatever they want here. Yeah, but for me, the last name for the kids, it's, it's a non-negotiable. So everyone do, what, do whatever you want to do, provided it works. And this whole new concept of marriage is new yeah it's new and uh, everybody here is just giving text but i feel in the next 10 20 years yeah i'm very sure that most of our takes now would be very different whether we like it or not yeah some of us the traditional way would be would actually work for them and for some people yeah the modernized, the modernized way would work. And then there are some few, yeah, that a hybrid, yeah, of um, a perfect blend of the traditional and uh, modernized way would actually work for them. So, in summary, do what works for you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I mean, I would have loved to have had more married women speak to you, to be very honest, because... They usually have a very different and more practical perspective, but it is what it is. So it's Lilac Otumba, or I can't even remember. Um, so Lilac Otumba, please one minute each, and then fashionista, you disappeared. Mm. Can I just quickly? It's it's kind of towards okay. Um, <laughs> the the whole traditional idea of marriage, where 
men are the providers, protectors, and women stay at home and cook and everything that you say is traditional and it's an African identity. It's actually not. We it's very much westernized and due to colonialism. But I'm not going to go into um, that. I will beg to differ then. I will beg to differ then. Say that uh, uh, I can I let us finish what I was saying. All I'll say is that we before the whole colonialism and everything happened, we were very much a like matriarchal society due to the fact that we used to go to war a lot. So when men went off to war, like in other countries and other like kingdoms and everything, it was the women that went out to work and kept the farms going and kept the farms and the house and everything, which is essentially why in previous times when you were taking a woman from her house, you had to pay a bride price because it's like you are taking somebody that is going to help us keep the family afloat. So it's not a like tradition as in this is our African or Nigerian tradition, but anyways, yes. That's what I wanted to say. Uh do I have the right of replying, David? Yes, by all means. Go for okay, it. so when I mentioned when I said what I said you now, I believe when it comes to Nigeria as my case study in this place here. We've got um, different tribes and different cultures. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an Igbo man to the choir, and uh, when I'm speaking of westernization, I'm not just speaking with uh, respect to when Nigeria had its independence. I'm speaking from way back. Now, every Igbo man knows that a man is his chi, or has his chi, or something like that. Yeah. So, it is what it is. Even right from way back here men have always provided in the Igbo tradition women have always been carers so it's not about um british um british uh, or western modernization i'm speaking from where i'm coming from my community my identity my tribe yeah so that is it thank you Thank you, Aiki. Um, Otumba, the floor is yours. Okay. Um, first of all, I understand that uh, many of the opinions are probably from uh, personal experiences. So, um, because because we are we are we tend to look at the worst case scenarios of um, what do most men do? Most men in bad marriages do what other they do, or most men in um, um, marriages what are they doing? Um, because um, from 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 this opinion of Ed, um, it sounds like um, we, are t- we are looking at the worst case scenarios. But I, I try to like hide marriage. When you look at marriage, you look at it from like maybe five factors, five factors. Then you look at the sex life, the companionship, then look at the financial life, then look at then reproduction and roles. And so depending on how you move these this lines between the worst case scenarios and the best case scenarios, um, then you, you tend to you, you see where these opinions fit in and because if we are to look at sex life, for example, most men have to keep fit. Because if most men have to keep fit, they have to um, go to the gym, you have to eat well, you have to do a lot of things, right? Just so that they can have good sex with the man, they can enjoy good sex with the man. And which, um, so, okay. which men are keeping fit? Men are which men? <laughs> men, for example. So um, okay. they have to keep fit. 
I'm th- just talking about um, the worst case scenarios now. You see men walking other, uh, right? Just for sex. Uh, just for sex, right? <laughs> now you take bitters. You take bitters for gone. Exactly. So you say you tend to you take more. You do more. Men, the work is mostly on the men's side, right? When you talk about sex, sexual life, then you move to companionship. Then you can turn up to where um, this opinion is fitting, where the man is um, away, is a deadbeat or is caring or loving. You get get, get to see those things. So now in a balanced family, or you, then you see where everything is, everything looks balanced. Um, there's people are expecting the love they're getting. Then financial life too. If you move it, if you move it along those lines to the worst case and the best case scenario, you've seen men working very hard. Probably they've been placed on a lot of standards. They have expectations from their lives. Um, they expect just they expect to make like hundred k. Probably demand some some men don't even go don't go on probably until midnight before just because they want to take their, take their wives and many of these things. So you look at the reproductive side too and the family life and the roles. So you can just see where various genders um various genders are uh, making their where they are making their contributions to the to the marriage and so you, you, then is this oh, okay sorry so I'll just kind of pay thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. So um Faye, over to you. Um, Lilac, I'm just watching time. If we have time, then I'll, I'll let you speak about Faye gone. Hello, good evening. Um, can you guys hear me? I, I can hear you. I can hear All you. Right. Go on. Um, so I just, there's just a few things that I wanted to point out, right? Because when you talk about, um, benefits in marriage in general it i feel like it depends on who you're married to um however in when you look at nigeria you understand the context of nigeria um i would say marriages mostly favor the the men than the women because there are certain traditional practices expectations and all of that that just do not favor women most times if you look at um for instance before anybody can travel with her child she needs the permission of the man but nobody gives that respect to the mother of the kids in terms of even i think if you even need to um get passports for the kids or something or visa as well because i know then when i was young and i wanted to travel like we needed a letter from my dad to actually approve of the trip and stuff like that. That's one. In terms of um, properties, for instance, let's say in in an unfortunate situation where um, a man dies, you have family members easily come in and want to just kick the woman out, take the kids and all of that. I don't see that happening when it's the other way around. I don't see people... I don't see family members doing that to husbands when they lose their wives. If the the wife in question was like the sole breadwinner of the family. Um, so in terms of like, there are so many other things, do you understand? Even in, in the marriage as well, you know, so many expectations of the woman. If the kids are doing badly or they're, they're, they're you know, doing anything wrong, you blame it on the woman. But if the, the child is successful, 
you say, oh, this is the benefit of having a fatherly figure or a father in the house or, you know, all those things. So I feel like the benefits goes more to the man than the woman. Like the only thing a woman is probably benefiting is if the man is the sole provider and she doesn't have to work a day in her life. That's it. Thank you very much, Faye. Um, unfortunately, Lila, unless if you can squeeze it in one minute or 40 seconds, can you? If you can do that, then I'm happy to let you speak. Honestly, yeah. What I wanted oh, to gone. say is directed that I came because I cannot sweep. That's what I wanted to say. But I came. You not birth the child. Because you were doing massaging swollen feet doesn't mean you carry that child. I bet who they address me. That's what I wanted to say. No, you, you can continue your love stories in the DM. Who is that? I can't see the person. Who is speaking of? I mean, who spoke? Anyways, anyways, anyways. Thank you, everyone. Um, thank you very much. This was nice. It was fun. Thank God um, we didn't have any fire outbreaks. But yeah, we can continue on the TL. If anybody feels like they want to continue, they're free to open the follow-up space. But as far as this episode 9 of Just 90 Minutes is concerned, it's good night for now. Thank you very much.